Hello all, just a quick little drop in before the actual episode. Today, uh, December the 16th, uh, Peter Mansbridge, the great Peter Mansbridge in, on his podcast, The Bridge, uh, a podcast that's dedicated to news and events and opinion. Uh, Peter Mansbridge and his associates uh, talk about the day's events and uh, get really get you thinking. Uh, but anyways, on today's episode, uh, he read a letter that I wrote to him, uh, mentioning that uh, he had said in his podcast of a day or two before that an article he was reading had said that um, uh, EVs, you know, typically charge up to 80% uh, in about an hour at a fast charger, and I I had to uh, take issue with that as that is kind of an old, uh, an old metric. Uh, but now modern EVs like the uh, Hyundai Ionic 5, uh, if all is good in terms of the state of the battery and the charger and all that can charge up f- to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. Um, that's stellar speed. Teslas do do that in record time as well. Um, it's, it's a different world. And that article was, was, uh, a bit out of date on that particular detail, which as we all know, is not uncommon in mainstream media. Anyways, I, uh, I suggested that Peter check out this podcast and, uh, get caught up on all things EV. And it just means that, uh, my little mission to do the, uh, introduction to EVs primer, uh, should happen a lot quicker than I was originally planning because, um, that kind of out of date knowledge needs to be, needs to be challenged and, uh, people need to be informed. So I want to thank Peter Mansbridge on, on his podcast today. He, he mentioned this letter, um, that I wrote him. He mentioned me and he mentioned our podcast. So, uh, great shout out from Peter Mansbridge and I'm going to return the favor. I have been listening, well, I've been paying attention to and following Peter Mansbridge's work since I was a little boy. Um, I was always impressed by what he did. I always had a lot of uh, respect for his journalism um, and his commitment to to Canada. Uh, when he retired, it was a sad day for me, but he very quickly started the Bridge podcast, which is available on SiriusXM and uh, various other platforms. I happen to listen to it on Google, uh, but it's available on basically everything. Uh, And it is an absolutely wonderful podcast uh, to listen to if you're a Canadian, but indeed if you're uh, anyone from around the world. A lot of the information is not specific to just Canada. And the people he has on there are are a stellar bunch of guests, both uh, doctors other journalists like Chantal Bear or Bruce Anderson, uh, the pollster, and many other people. He's even had Justin Trudeau on the pod. So do yourself a favor and check out The Bridge with Peter Mansbridge. Now on to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Northern EV Experience. My name is Ron, and I am your host. I may not be the best host out there, but I'm trying hard. Uh, some of you have been commenting, uh, sending me emails, and you seem to think I do okay. Um, some of you are unkind, and it hurts my feeling. And I did say feeling. I only have one. 
Just kidding. Uh, I wanted to say one thing. Uh, the last episode was about EVs and uh, apartment buildings, you know, multi-unit residential where there's no charging available. What do I do? That kind of thing. I kind of ended it a bit more abruptly than I planned because I'm trying to keep it within a certain time frame of, uh, you know, length of time of, of episode. And um, I, I kind of glossed over or skimmed over... Uh, what kind of vehicles you'd be looking for if you can't actually charge at your residence and you need to fast charge elsewhere. I'm not going to tell you which vehicle to buy. I'm going to suggest to you a couple of types of vehicles um, that would be good for you, certain vehicles that would be good in that circumstance, or I believe they are. Um, and more importantly, why I think those vehicles would be good, but that does by no mean discount any of the myriad other electric vehicles out there. But what you want to do is, is see why I chose those ones in particular so that you would understand the logic. Now, you may choose different logic um, based on your personal preferences and time allowances and all that. So it's your choice, but, uh, so don't, don't think you have to have what I tell you to have. Um, didn't really think you'd do that anyways, but I'm just throwing that out there. So you're going to want a, a car that has a good fast charging network. So basically all of the Teslas are great. Uh, they all charge very rapidly. Um, they have an extensive network. They're everywhere for their fast chargers and they work flawlessly. Um, that said, Tesla is, it's only a real fault is they're much more expensive than most people's budgets allow. Um, you could stretch your budget and get into a model three kind of thing. And that, that could work out for you. But beyond that, it's, it's a bit it's a bit high end for, for a lot of budgets. So if you can't do that, you could look at a car like the Hyundai Ioniq 5. Um, you could look at, okay, I'm starting to run out. You can get into like the Porsche Taycan, some of the Audis, lots of different vehicles really. But um, what you want to see is what is the length of time it takes for that vehicle to get from near zero to 80%. The Hyundai Ionic 5 is a great example of this because it will get to eight there in 18 minutes if the conditions are right. You know, the temperature, the condition of the battery, the charger that you're hooked up to. If all that is good, you can be there in 18 minutes. That is a stellar number. Um, that is an amazing number and it would work very well for a lot of people. That said, you might prefer the Tesla, you might want an Audi, you might want the Mercedes, maybe the new Cadillac Lyric, a Rivian, God knows what. There's lots of good vehicles out there. Many of them charge, uh, very rapidly, but the key is if you're going to be fast charging, if you don't want to sit at that charger for onerous amounts of time, because that is your main source of charging. If you don't have a work or home charger, by all means, look for a, an EV with a good charging curve that will get you to from zero to 80% in as short a time as you are comfortable with.
All right. Um, now, topic of the day, Tesla Model Y. Why am I starting with te Tesla Model Y? I think I'm going to go in reverse. You know, Tesla is sexy. Uh, that's Model S, Model 3, Model X, Model Y. I prefer the form factor of the SUV or small SUV. So I'm going in that direction first. Um, I will cover off the entire lineup over the next, you know, four or five months. Uh, but I'm going to start with the Model Y. Because if it, if I was going to buy, that is the one I would buy. I don't think I'd buy a Model X because it is too big for me. Uh, it's bigger than I'd like anyways. I prefer something more compact and maneuverable uh, and fits in tight spaces. I like room, but not as my daily driver. Um, the Model Y, what do I like about it? It has a nice form factor. It looks good. Like all Teslas, they look nice uh, if you like their their styling cues. Um, it has over 2,000 liters of cargo room. That's useful to me. Um, that's a huge cargo space. Some of the other vehicles are starting to approach that range. Um, so we're, we're, Tesla's got a lot of good competition coming up, so we'll pay attention to those too. Um, they come in two primary uh, versions. That's performance and long range. It's pretty much what it sounds like. <clears throat> performance is about speed and maneuverability and performance stuff. Um, long range is oddly enough, all wheel drive. It has good towing capacity. It has decent all wheel drive. It goes farther. Don't ask me how, um, apparently performance doesn't go as far. Performance is in the high four hundreds of range and the long range all wheel drive is in, they claim 531 kilometers of range. Um, you can charge. 260 kilometers in 15 minutes. So, you know, if this was your daily commuter vehicle, if you have an average commute of, say, less than 50 kilometers back and forth, you know, you're looking to need to charge once a week. Um, that is not too onerous to go to a fast charger for... 15 to 20 minutes to, to charge once a week. I think that's a pretty reasonable ask. Um, the Tesla network is, is extensive. They have over 30,000 superchargers worldwide. Um, these two vehicles have some impressive top speeds. I am not going to advise anyone to actually go to the top speeds. Oh, that was my phone. I did it again. Sorry about that. Um, unless they have a track that they can use or maybe an Autobahn. Um, the top speed for the uh, long range edition is 217 kilometers an, uh, an hour. And the performance is 250 kilometers an hour. Both those top speeds are way beyond anything that you can legally do on a highway at least around here. Um, and truth be told, I'm not brave enough to do beyond, you know, 130 or so kilometers an hour. If by accident, when rush hour is doing that, I would never do that myself. 
Um, if I happen to come across a road that's rated that way, then I'll do it. Okay. I would not do that myself. It's always a hundred right on the speed limit. Nothing, nothing more, nothing less. Sure. Uh, the, the Tesla model Y, you know, it's a, it's a semi-luxury car. Um, it's not like top end, uh, you know, that's what the model S is for. It's supposed to be a higher end vehicle. It's bigger. It's, it's better in a lot of ways. But the Model Y is, is an attractive, reasonably uh, luxurious vehicle. It has nice seats. It's got nice appointments in the vehicle. It's got the standard Tesla layout, fairly minimalist, nice styling, nice seats, uh, great performance on the vehicle, uh, great supercharger network, lots of range, and a, an exquisitely operating EV. Um, Tesla is the example of what EVs are supposed to be, but maybe not necessarily are. You have over-the-air updates. You have an extremely efficient drivetrain, and a very efficient car. Um, there, There's nothing to waste with this vehicle. It has been designed to get maximum efficiency out of that battery while providing good safety and all that too. Um, Tesla Model Y is an excellent choice. A lot of the the uh, fit and finish issues that Tesla used to have earlier on, as I understand, are largely not there anymore, at least no worse than any other manufacturer, and arguably in a lot of ways are better. Um, I think Tesla is an excellent choice. I personally wouldn't make that choice mostly because Tesla's out of my budget. Uh, but also, I'm getting older. I want a more traditional-looking vehicle uh, inside. Uh, the Volkswagen uh, ID.4 has a lot of attraction for me. Um, the um, ID Buzz has a lot of attraction for me. A lot of attraction. I like that vehicle. If they sell it in the spec that the... That the that the um, prototype was in, oh, they'll sell tons of that in me first in line. Um, I, I think it's an excellent vehicle. I think if you chose it, you will not go wrong. Um, as long as it's within your budget, I think it's a great choice. If you like the styling, if you like the minimalistic appearance inside, um, it, it is. It would. I don't think you'd be unhappy. So consider the Model Y especially if you need to supercharge a lot. Um, in the future, like as in the next few weeks over the holidays, I think I'm going to re-record my Intro to EVs series. It's not really going to be a re-record. It's going to be a redo. Um, there's nothing wrong with them. They're still solid and fairly, fairly good. Um, but my, my equipment's gotten better. My knowledge of the industry has improved and, uh, the state of the industry has, has changed. So it is not quite what it was. So I'm going to redo those, um, with an eye to make them more current and still though, aiming at the person who's thinking about Nevi or a person that, um, has just bought an EV and doesn't know a lot about EVs, uh, it will help you to understand uh, 
what it's like owning an electric vehicle, what are some of the pitfalls, how to avoid them, uh, where the industry is going, and what you need to know to operate your vehicle properly and safely uh, at any time. So I want to thank you for uh, for joining me today, and I'm sorry for this uh, being a bit late. I do try to do one once a week, but with my schedule, it just doesn't always work out. But thank you very much for listening, and please, uh, if you know someone who's interested in, uh, in electric vehicles, tell them to tune in to the Northern Electric Vehicle Experience. Well, that's it for this week. Please be sure to like and subscribe and check out our show notes. There you'll find a link to ask your questions and submit your comments. We really do want to hear from you. Take care and see you next time.